We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my beautiful friends and you sweet souls. I'm so honored to be connecting with you here today for a while on Journey to Center and Empower Radio. You know, I have a confession to make. I think life on planet Earth is kind of strange. And as a young person, I never felt quite at home here. It has taken some strong intention, a lot of reading, finding some amazing teachers and healers, meditation, a deep commitment, and learning how to use my pain as a teacher to finally make sense of this reality of duality. And now I can finally say, though I'm aware this is not my ultimate home, I am at home in my own skin and having a pretty great time being human. I'm here with another person who had a pretty rough time of it early on. My guest today always felt she was different. She had a difficult and abusive childhood, faced bouts of illness and depression, experienced many toxic relationships, and a devastating cancer diagnosis. But she used it all as grist for the mill. This combined with her dedication, devotion, and discipline, Vivian Nantel has located the kingdom of heaven within and has become what many refer to as an authentic avatar. Vivian is a true 21st century mystic, a celebrated yogini, a spiritual guide, an inspirational speaker, and the author of a beautiful new book that I just read from cover to cover called Becoming the Light. Realize your true enlightened nature. So Vivian, thank you so much for saying yes to this conversation today. Oh, what an honor and a pleasure to join all of you. Thank you so yes. much. Namaste. Namaste. Beautiful introduction. Oh, thank you, really sweetie. Uh, well, you are gorgeous and you live with such grace and humility. And I know it wasn't easy for you to get from where you were to where you are. So if you'd like to, why don't we just start a little bit with your backstory and your inspiration for writing this book, Becoming a Light? Well, the backstory, <laughs> there's so many. As you know, so many. This life has been very unusual, to say the least, burning out a lot of uh, karma. And that was uh, something I chose when I was very, very young. As a little girl, I was always this kind of being looking up the sky and wondering what was beyond the blue sky. And I wanted to know all those fundamental questions, existential questions about who am I, why am I here, what is the meaning of life. I asked those questions that obviously were not posed the same way. And in my late 20s, I always had a deep inner knowing I was going to write a major book. And I did not know it was going to be this book, and I did not know it would take that long and uh, to bring it to the world. And the reason it took so long was uh, I had to live it. And my journey on this planet has been from untruth to truth, from darkness to light, ignorance to enlightenment. And when I say ignorance, it's not ignorance of lack of education or anything like that, or because there is no hierarchy in spirituality. Spirituality is all-inclusive. It's, it, there is only surrender, a sense of abandonment, and experiencing oneness. And so ignorance is ignorance of our true 
divine nature. We could use the word divine, or we could just say our genuine nature, who we are at the very core, because we're not bones. It's, we're not just bones and flesh and mind. That's not who is our true nature. Mm-hmm. And I always knew that deep down inside when I was a little girl, and I was willing open and receptive, naturally then, to tap into the ultimate of who we are. And that's what becoming the light is. And I live tremendous, um, as you know, you read the book, Tammy, so many, many uh, incredible story and near-death experience. And each time the right master came into my life later on and how I went into states of samadhi, and experiencing what it is, our true genuine nature. Mm. And I think um, you're right. I think suffering and pain can really inspire us to dig deeper and go for um, the, the healing. And um, that's what can invite, we have to invite that opportunity for healing and grace. So Vivian, I'd like you to share with us, how do you believe your book, your story, your journey can help people that maybe are confused or suffering from chronic pain or depression or anxiety? Yeah, I'll answer that in one minute, but I wanted to comment on what you just said because it's very Mm -hmm. important. The path I've been on is beyond healing, because Mm -hmm. healing is one aspect, and we all grow up in such a, as we, a lot of us realize that we have lived for hundreds of of years, maybe thousands of years, with a very strong patriarchal uh, system. So there's been a lot of domination and control, and so a lot of people also have grown up in this functional family. So it really is about going beyond burning, getting rid at a very deep core, all the conditioning, the brainwashing, and the accumulation, because that's what enlightenment is all about, is going to really to the core. When you talk about the center, and I love the title of your show, Journey to the Center, because the center, Mm -hmm. people will think the heart. But as a spiritual being, deeply experiencing the oneness, I would say is the core is, is the source. That's oh, yes. Of course. And we have Absolutely. it inside of us, all of us. So my book is really, it's written as a novel, which mm-hmm. makes it very captivating and engaging. I have been told by people who have been writing to me and making comments also on social media. And um, it might keep you awake at night a little bit if you read. Mm-hmm. I, it's, it's really empowering, depending how willing and open you are and receptive when you read it. And it depends where you are on your, uh, on your evolutionary process. Mm-hmm. A lot of people can relate to it in a very, very deep, probably one of the deepest way they have because not a lot of people have gone through what I have gone through in the, on, on this planet. And like I said, from untruth to truth, from darkness to light, ignorance to enlightenment in one lifetime. And be willing to share that openly, transparently. And that's what makes the book so powerful is that 
it embraces all the nuances of what it is to be a human a human being and ultimately even though it's a very personal very intimate story mm-hmm. it is completely universal and yes. everyone we face all the same thing and because enlightenment and self-realization means the same thing or god realization it's ultimately the longing we all have deep deep consciously unconsciously human beings all have that longing yes. and that longing is what constantly um, drive us to look for well-being and happiness and we of course we need those uh, it's important to have well-being and happiness but even with all of that there's always a sense of wanting to merge to expand mm-hmm. it's an expansion of consciousness where you break all boundaries and all limitation yes. and so one will can be very inspired by the stories because there's many different and you can really see the darkness and now I walk towards the light and become the light mm-hmm. and becoming the light is for everyone I mean the, the book title was chosen by my publisher and it's not about my being it's about everyone yes it's all of us together Yes. There's only one light, and we all need to shine it, especially right now on our planet. It's so crucial. I agree. Yeah, yeah and, and I the feel one like the... I was going to say uh, on yes. becoming the light, which is crucial, it, it's filled with timeless wisdom and, um, you know, my reflection on what I experience and spiritual um, knowledge and especially timeless wisdom and... Uh, that's why it makes it, uh, it was fascinating to read some of the major book review. Uh, both of them, they say, this reporter, they say, this is a book when you put it down, we want to read it over again, and you mm-hmm. want to refer to it a lot. Because there is a spiritual guide merged, kind of uh, uh, woven into the story. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there's a blending of your story and then just um, essential spiritual truths, which I found uh, I found the whole experience very interesting and inspiring and, and took a lot of notes and sent me into my own. Um, uh, I wanted to meditate and go into my own heart and mind and expound upon some of the things that you had shared, which was really, it was fun. You know, I had it on vacation with me, so I'd read it every day in the holiday and every night before I'd get about it. And it was an adventure that I really enjoyed very much. So I know you had dig deep and you worked long and hard on this book, and, and hopefully it will ripple out and bless a lot of people. That was the whole purpose, was to, is to help uh, not only suffering human beings, but all, uh, indirectly helping the animal kingdoms, helping mm-hmm the animals, but not just for people who are suffering, for people even who are happy in their own life, but they're just longing for more. Something Mm -hmm. is missing. They want to be transformed. They want to know what it's all about being here on this planet and realizing that they're not just, we're not just human beings and what is to be the full human potential. And most people, Tammy, don't know what it is. When I start talking about the spiritual yogic tradition and what is our ultimate nature of Satchit Ananda, Mm-hmm. And the yogic tradition, from the word Sanskrit, sat 
Chit Ananda Sat, it means absolute truth. That's who we are, absolute truth. Chit, it's omnipresent, omnipotent. So it's meaning there is no boundaries, it's limitless. And Ananda means bliss. But again, the word bliss has been very misused here in this country, in the Western Hemisphere. A lot of words like bliss, God, they're loaded with so much cultural background in it, but they lose their true meaning, bliss. When you experience your true nature of Satchit Ananda, you get so intoxicated. It's like... um, (laughs) You are literally drunk with divine love, the nectar of the source of our creator, whatever we call it by so many millions of names. Yes. Well, and I do believe we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And this human experience and this reality of duality is loaded with a lot of uh, challenges and pain and hurt. But above this reality is the reality of bliss, of joy, of connection and of oneness. And that's why I meditate. That's my intention to connect with my truest nature. And I know that's what you're living and doing, Vivian. Yeah, well, more than meditating, yogic practices, which are uh, extremely important for anyone who wants to get rid of uh, karma. And karma only means memory. And the mm. Sanskrit, uh, in the yogic tradition, there's a word called samskara. Mm-hmm. Samskara, it means from Sanskrit impression. So all of us human beings, we accumulate those impressions. They, they stay, everything is recorded. It remains in the mm-hmm. depth of ourselves and also in the subtle body. And so that's what forms the personality also. It's all those accumulation of samskara, of impression. Everything we have lived from the moment we come on the planet we accumulate, we're conditioned, we brainwash. And so when you do yoga practices such as pranayama, working with um, energy, which is, there is only, everything is made out of energy. And in the yoga tradition, we call it shakti. And I'm, I'm sure some of you are very familiar with the term. Another term also here in America that lost its meaning uh, um, unfortunately, but it, it means primordial energy. So when you do pranayama, and I always emphasize, if one is very serious about being transformed and experiencing their true nature, is it's essential to be initiated by a sadguru and to learn to learn, but to be initiated into a kriya. Um, Kriya means complete action. It's a, it's a spiritual practice, which is uh, a combination of different pranayama, and depending, of course, where you go and who is going to be your master, if you're ready for that and you want to embrace that, it can be incredibly powerful because mm-hmm. when the kundalini awake and start ascending, which I talk about that in my book in was the last third of my book where a lot of the mysticism comes in and what I experience in state, in trance-like state of samadhi and oh my god so much came out if you remember from the book Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes 
And yeah, it was it was remarkable to be on that journey with you and, and exciting. And um, I can only imagine what that felt like for you because I haven't experienced some of the things that you have, but it inspires me. And um, again, that's why I wanted to have this conversation to share you with others and the world. So um, Vivian, I love, love, love this quote that I pulled out from your book. And I want you to uh, maybe talk about this a bit more. Spirituality is not something you can teach. We all have it inside. Everyone could be a teacher. We can only awaken to our own divinity. And I think that's what people really want is to awaken to their own divinity. And is that what yoga is to you? Or how can we do this other than that? Is there another way? Yeah, actually, that's what we were just talking about. Exactly that, Mm -hmm. to awaken your own divinity, or you could say your true genuine nature. Yes. Our own divinity and our true genuine nature is just a different way of, of saying the same thing. What it means is that I always love using this beautiful metaphor of the divine ocean of love. You see, I mean, when you, if you look at the ocean, you see a wave as this unique um, form, right? It has sure. its own entity, even though all the wave almost look the same, right? Mm-hmm. And they're always connected to the ocean. They cannot exist without, because the wave is part of the ocean. The wave cannot exist without an ocean, right? Well, yes. it's the same thing for us. That's what we are. Our soul, our spirit, it's an entity. It's like a wave, and it's, it's, it only can exist when it comes into the physical form. It exists. It appears to be separated, right? But it's not. It can't exist. Right. You have to. It has to be part of the ocean. So the ocean of divine love is, again, the source, the creator, Brahma, Allah, whatever, the absolute intelligent, the supreme, whatever by so many thousands of names we call it, because spirituality is beyond religion, is beyond all those identification that most people constantly yes. identify themselves to believe that's who they are, their gender, their personality, that's what it's form of personality, thinking that you're a Jew or an Hindu, all those identification or socioeconomic background, religious background, ethnic background, those are very strong identification. Mm-hmm. And so the path to that, it's ultimately, it's a pathless one because we all have the seed inside of us. It's just, the, we just have to get rid of all the conditioning, all yes. the memory that was accumulated consciously or unconsciously. And so, like I was saying, if one is really willing to awaken to their own divinity, because spirituality, you don't teach that. And I mm-hmm. and that's why I don't call myself a teacher. <laughs> I would never call myself a teacher if you see it somewhere written is because someone else said that. But if yes. you go on my website, you don't see that because you don't teach spirituality. We all have it inside of us. It's natural mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when we go at the very core of our true nature. That's who we are. And but the question is, how do you get there? There are different paths. 
and for uh, how may I say that it depends where you are on your evolutionary process mm. how deep is your longing and how open and receptive you are and if you are in a hurry <laughs> because if you are in a hurry like I was I'm not, I, I have no intention to come back on the physical realm and so this is it this is my last, I always joke, I say, I'm going in style this time. I'm going into Mahasamadhi. <laughs> this is my last life. And so if you're in a rush and you really want to experience what it is, enlightenment, what it is, your true nature, it can happen right now in this, in this lifetime and get rid of all that personality that doesn't serve you. Because when you look at it, personality, it's filled with limitation, right. you know? It really is filled, and that's what keeps people uh, locked. It's very unconscious. Most people lock themselves in a little tiny box and always believing, oh, I cannot go to India for a month. Oh, I would not be able to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. I would not be able to take a cold shower. Yes, but... You see, personality forms mindset, and it's self-imposed, and often it's so subtle that people don't even realize that. And that's how I overcame cancer. You know, I was diagnosed with advanced breast yes. cancer, yes. and I almost died of an anaphylactic shock reaction to the chemotherapy while I saw all my other girlfriend dying from, from it. And what I did... What we did, because I was working with the Ascended Master, the whole story is in my book. If I was limited in my, in my mind how I thought and, and not breaking boundaries, I would, have, I would have never survived. But that was grace there. What a cure in that moment, which you remember the story. There was incredible grace and, um, and blessing too, but to be open and to reach out like the way I did to Jesus Christ in that moment, not in a religious sense, but on a spiritual level, I had to be really free from my own, um, from a lot of my own limitation. Yes. And I feel like that's what suffering does for us sometimes. It brings us to our knees, which can open our hearts and minds to receive grace which you have done I, elegantly. Yes, absolutely. That deep sense of abandonment, mm-hmm. it's not a knack. It's a process. And it is a process. Yeah, and very few people can experience it to that deep level unless they have such a huge crisis in their life. It's a, such an intense crisis that really brings you in humility to your knee and scream to yes. to God, to whatever it is, even though if you might not even believe you're atheist. That's why I love so much the spiritual yogic path of self-realization, is that even for atheists you, who have no belief, because really belief system, <clears throat> that's one big limitation for most people because mm-hmm. not for everyone of course but because it's really naive to believe that our belief system equates the truth because Correct. they were 
they were inculcated, they were brainwashed into our mind as we grew as children. So I grew up Catholic. I never chose Catholicism. I'm just giving an example. And, and when you start really breaking free from everything that was imposed and fed into your subconscious mind, and you start asking those fundamental questions, it's inevitable you're going to have to face your entire life. Yeah, it's going to shake some things up. And and see that you believe does not necessarily equal the truth, and that's what makes the difference. It's true. On the spiritual path, because it's all inclusive, and it's really about going to all those identification we were talking earlier, and questioning things, and that is very frightening for most it, people. It can be. It really can be. So, Vivian, we just have a minute left here, and I'm super excited. You've said yes to a second show with us next week. So, just quickly, your website is viviannantel.com, correct? That's right, yes, N-A-N-T-E-L dot com, yes. I'm a, I am all on social media, especially yes, Facebook. I have a public figure page. That's yes. my favorite one. Yeah, so if you want to grab a copy of Vivian's book, Becoming the Light, just go to her website, viviannantel.com, and join us again for our conversation next week. We're going to talk about the qualities of surrender and grace and inviting more light into our lives. So Vivian, thank you so much for your energy and your heart, your kindness, your wisdom, this conversation. And I look forward to having another one with you next week. And my listeners, thank you for being part of the energy that is in power. Connect with us on Facebook, TammyBPhD.com. You're in our hearts and our prayers. God bless. Thank you all. My pleasure. So lovely. Lovely. And onward and upward. We'll connect again soon. Absolutely. Yes. God bless you.